Hey, this is More Than Velocity. I'm Bart Pear here with Ryan Croton and Jordan Oseguera. And today we are talking with USA Prime, Tommy Weaver over there. Tommy's been using the uh, the Arm Care app in a number of aspects. And we just wanted to sit down and kind of talk with him about what he's doing over there and, and uh, you know, get into lots of different things. So, so Tommy, why don't you first kind of set up where you are with USA Prime, what's your role, and uh, and then we can get into the, uh, the Arm Care stuff. Sure. Yeah. So thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, I'm super excited. So um, USA Prime Virginia is where I'm at, um, and I'm the director of player development for them. Uh, our director is Travis Knight, and, uh, and we kind of run uh, out of Central Virginia, the travel ball organization there. We've got kids all the way from, you know, Harrisonburg area where JMU is at, um, all the way down to close to Lexington, the Lynchburg, like Radford area, um, and then all the way up here to UVA. And uh, we're starting to get into the market a little bit um, even east of that, too. So it's uh, it's starting to grow. We're we're you know really excited for the growth and the development that we're kind of seeing. Um, we're really excited about the future for that. So it's, it's been fun. Very cool, very cool. And so, I actually, I went to Virginia Tech, so I kind of know a little bit of the area that you're in. But um, just had to throw that out there. Um, so, when did you first um, see Arm Care? When did it spot your? You know, when did you have some interest in it? So, so there's a lot of things out there, right? So everybody's got, you know, they're kind of their own systems and their own, um, per se, like routes that they want to take. So I was doing some research through, um, I've always been a, a user of J-Bands when I was younger and didn't even yep. know, you know, most of the things existed out there. So I started using J-Bands. Um, you've got driveline, you've got, you know, top velocity, you've got, and I started doing some research and I loved armcare.com. Like I, I fell in love with the product instantly just because of, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an analytical guy. And so I like numbers, I like proof, I like things that I can kind of, you know, use as a, as a results driven thing. And I, I think a lot of kids are motivated to do the same thing. Um, so after seeing that, uh, you know, emailed Jordan and uh, started moving forward with that and see how we can implement it into, you know, the organization itself is that, you know, outside of everything, like kids want to get better and kids want to develop. But a lot of times that route isn't, isn't very narrow. It's, it's very broad, right? You can go do a hundred different things. And so um, during COVID and some other things that we started, I created my own app outside of that, like a fitness app for kids to be able to do stuff at home. Like, you know, instead of having to go to the gym and use equipment, you can use a chair and do rows and just some interesting things, you know, push-ups and squats and things. And so I wanted to get into the throwing part of it too, because, you know, we talk about mechanics of pitching is, is one piece of the puzzle, right? There's probably eight, nine, 10 things that are important. Um, and armcare.com and what I did the research on with that is like, you all kind of focused on like, listen, like sleep is important too diet's important, you know, stretching and, and then the analytics that are all behind it too. I fell in love with the transparency that that created. Um, and then just decided to go forward with that. And now implementing into the organization, getting some kids on. Um, and I think I'm, I'm really excited to see where they go and how they develop because a lot of kids, you know, the arm scores are really good, um, you know, analytical piece that says, Hey, here's where you are. You know, here's what we do. Here's the plan of attack. Let's go ahead and follow this plan. Let's do this and see where you are in a month. Let's test you again. And uh, it kind of just, it shows that and shows the results. You know, when a kid sees himself go from 75 miles an hour to 80, well, there's nothing more motivating than velo, right? But if you throw 80 for two innings, how good are you to your team? So we kind of moved forward with that. Be like, hey, no, I want you throwing 80 for six innings. You know, I want you being that 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 role mentality where you can throw and, and really, you know, go deep into the game a little bit more because throwing hard's great, but you got to be healthy behind it too. You got to be sleeping. You got to be eating. You got to be you know, um, reducing inflammation in your body, things of that nature, you know, so that everything kind of came full circle with arm care, showing that and, and believing in that as well. No, for sure. I think yeah. you, you made some good points on, you know, getting those velocity gains is great, 
but there's so many people that want to look at it on the surface level and just go, Hey, we got, we, we added your max velo by two miles an hour, three miles an hour, four miles an hour. And I remember we had a discussion about this. I think it was me, Ryan and Bart, you know, early on when we were doing the podcast, we were filming some stuff and I was talking about, I like to assess on average velo, not necessarily max. I pay attention to max, but average is more important to me. What are you doing over the course of that outing? Did you hit that new PR once, or did you keep sustaining that good velocity throughout that? And uh, you, you were talking about how, you know, you know, more than two innings. Do you have any success stories with some of your guys who are starting to maintain velo, or are you not quite into that season yet? I know we're right now, what is it, December 2nd, December 3rd. I'm not a calendar mm-hmm. guy. Um, but it's, you know, we're early December. Are you guys playing games yet, or are you seeing any any kind of better outcomes with some of those pitchers yet? So, so now with pitchers on the testing side, we've got um, – I just got all the first tests done through um, through the organization for some kids that wanted to sign up and get to that early. Um, I built a winter program for them to kind of work in, like the throwing program, uh, strength, stretching, dynamic warm-up, all that good stuff. And then also the where they log into the armcare.com app and go in and do their block strength, their IR strength, whatever it may be. Because, you know, obviously, like, you know, some kids are more IR dominant versus ER dominant. And, you know, yep. not just the strength, but also the flexibility. So – there's a lot of key metrics in there that are building the same way. And uh, we're starting to see some things that obviously come through where, you know, I'm hopeful that uh, the kids in two months, when we get them ramped up and they're fully into the system, they're into the throwing program, throwing bullpens, you know, all the way from kids at travel ball age at 13, 14, 15 years old, all the way to the kids that are going to be playing spring with their high school, where when they walk in, you know, they're ready to go. Not mm-hmm. that, you know, tryouts is their first day of throwing a bullpen, but they've been throwing bullpens for, three or four weeks they've been working on pitching mechanics and arm strength and setting up a pre-pitch during pitch and then post-pitching uh regiment for themselves I think those things are really important and I think that you know a lot of kids in high school just I think they want to do that and I, I know a lot of kids want to do that they just don't know what to do and implementing that before the season I think they walk in with a lot more confidence and I think confidence is key when you go and you know you put the work in before you know the difference between confidence and arrogance you know arrogance is walking in thinking you're better than everybody without the work confidence is walking in knowing you deserve the best because you put the work in behind it. And I think that's, I think it's a huge benefit for the guys. Yeah. And just off the top of my head there, it reminds me of the, the aspect of what kind of breeds that confidence is consistency and structure. And one thing I'll say for all the travel organizations, you know, I I think you guys may be one of the gold standards for, for putting out structure. Cause I mean, I'm not going to show them because I know they're kind of proprietary to you guys, but your guys' practice schedules, are boom, boom. They're, they're better run than a lot of, you know, major league spring trainings from what I've seen. They're like, boom, boom, boom. It's just very well regimented. It's very well put together. There's specific things where they're going to do their specific work. It's very well put together. So if you don't mind going over, cause it's going to help out a lot of the parents out there that are listening that, you know, may not have access to a travel team. They only get to play during their regular seasons, whatever it may be. How did you go about kind of creating that practice structure? What are some of the trial and errors that you figured out worked and didn't work and how you fold an arm care in there? Because you have a very tight schedule. And then all of a sudden you're like, now we're going to add in arm care, which takes up more time. What were some of the hurdles and kind of how did you go about addressing those? So, so our biggest thing is like when you put out a practice plan, it gives an expectation for the kids when they show up, you know, they, they know what group they're in. They know the rotations, you know, the first practice is always, you know, kind of herding cats and getting them used to that, that regiment there. And then once we move forward after a couple of practices, everybody kind of gets in the flow. Um, I think that really sets up like, you know, uh, we have practice uniforms that we wear. Everybody wants to dress the exact same way. We look like a team. We look uniform. Um, and when you show up, you know what you're going to do. You know, you walk in dynamic warm up 
And then uh, we're going to move into getting armcare.com implementing into that practice plan. So it's part of the warm up, and then also some of the testing structures where we'll start to test metrics, uh, you know, say once a week with each group to make sure they're progressing and showing those numbers as well. Um, we really think that like, we believe that like development is, is, is kind of behind a regiment, right? So when you go into practice and you know what to expect, there's a plan and you execute that plan. And I think that's really important, not just in baseball, but also in life too, because let's, let's be honest, like, you know, a lot of kids aren't going to make it to the next level. And that's just the reality of how hard it is to get to that next level and play. And so not only do you want to be good at baseball or you want to be good at, you know, um, at, at whatever you are, your, your infield skill, your, your, you know, pitching, hitting, whatever it may be, that implements things that like will take you further than baseball. You know, when you have a plan, you execute a plan, you get something done that day, that's what you have. And so I think just in life in general, I think it transitions over to that to set our guys up for success, not just through baseball, because let's be honest, all the careers are going to end eventually, right? And, you know, mm -hmm. maximum you're playing to your upper thirties and that's wild to hear, you know? And so the guys that have their, you know, maybe it goes to college, maybe they get drafted. Whenever that career ends, not just are they, like built for baseball players and that, but I want them good for life too. Like when, when, you know, how often in what other scenarios can you fail seven out of 10 times and be a hall of famer? Right. I mean, it's, it's unheard of numbers. So the fact that you can handle failure, I think this game teaches that. And I think it really implements outside of baseball, just a life in general thing of, you know, we set a plan up, we're going to execute that plan that day. And that's the expectation. And so, you know, I think it, it just, it forms over into our guys, you know, knowing what to expect when they show up, our coaches hold them accountable. We also hold ourselves and each other accountable, which is huge because our coaching staff is like one of the best that I've ever worked with. I, I love our guys. We have a lot of guys that are just really implemented into it. Like they really care. I think not just one facet of like, you know, some guys are better at, you know, hitting and then some guys are better at pitching. We all have that and we collaborate. But then at the end of the day, like there's also recruiting. There's also grades. There's a lot of things that go also to get to that next level. And all of our coaches in our organization really hold that tight as far as like, you can't care too much. Like there's no, there's, there's nothing that's too small to not care about in this game and, and what we care for our kids and the development of them in general. And I think that's important. Back to the, the practice plan thing and how we kind of um, have built and made that better as it goes. It's just, you know, sticking to that plan and knowing the times, you know, we, we have a dynamic warm up that we go through and then we go into EDDs, which is your everyday drills. And it's, it's really cool to see that, you know, we'll do EDD drills and then the guys will go to the showcase camp and they want to see, you know, how good their hands are. Well, we do the, the 21s, right? So it's seven up the middle, seven forehands, seven backhands, all bare hand, you know, with your partner back and forth. And then they go to the showcase camps and they're like, all right, guys, we're going to do these, uh, these warm-up drills. We're going to do this infield drill. And our guys are like, oh, okay, cool. They go to the group and they see it's like what we did in practice every day. So those guys are super confident doing it, you know, and really excelling at it. And the coaches in the organization or, you know, in the showcase place that are looking for them to recruit, they're like, man, that kid's really smooth. Well, it's because he's practiced it a hundred times at practice, you know? So that's, that's what it really, it kind of shows nowadays that like we try to do something at practice that implements what's going to be at the next level um, and set that expectation early and then follow that plan to a T. And uh, we really take a lot of pride in our practices because yeah, real, real quick on that, that brings my, my thought up of, you know, Joe Madden, me and Ryan had him as a manager for, for a little bit of time with the angels and his, his foundation was do basic better. It's like, if you do basics better, you're going to be better than the guys you're playing against. Cause whether it's, you know, running a ball down in the gap, it's still the basics. You have to do the basics better. And that's what makes you an elite player. And when your players go to these showcases and they stand out doing basic, you know, your, your everyday drills that you call them, 
That's just basics. And you're learning how to do those basics better and excel at those things. And that's where it all funnels into that. You know, I, I can't emphasize enough the, I don't want to say it's rigid, but the structure and the scaffolding of that practice plan is all about doing basics a little better each day. And you might do it a little bit differently where one day you're doing the, the 21s and there's probably some other drills you throw in there, but they're all a foundation of basics. And how do we keep building upon that and adding complexity to basic to make it a, a more rounded athlete, if that makes any sense? Exactly. Yep. One, one percent every day. I, I just want to jump in. Um, you know, I love the conversation we're having, especially when you talk about the basics better, because we have this um, this course coming out, which is going to be amazing, the certified pitching biomechanics course. And the first thing that, you know, I'm mentioning in this course is simplify. It's simplify, individualize, optimize. And it sounds like, you know, you have a good process. I loved, you know, I want to also double back on the foundations of having those things set comes from preparation and a plan. And, you know, you kind of skirted on it, but I want to dive a little bit deeper as far as how important that is and why armcare.com fits in this and is incredibly impactful to, uh, to not only on-field performance, but injury protection. But Jordan and I can attest that um, in 2020, right, Jordan, we sat with every single pitcher at spring training, and we gave them about 20 minutes to a half hour to lay out their entire preparation plan okay, at the big league level. And a lot of people would be amazed, and Jordan could attest to this too, of how many deficits and holes there were into getting their bodies ready. And that was kind of like the first window into me thinking, well, hey, you know, pitching injuries are caused by pitching. And what's the last thing that they do before they pitch? And, and that comes with their activation process. You know, and it sounds like, you know, you're using our, our product really well. Um, we call it potentiation. You could say priming, but getting the arm not only analyzed, but also prepared to do battle, which is awesome. You know, I just for our listeners, I, I can't hammer that enough that we got to do this. We have to have a process and we do it pretty simply. I mean, it's on app where, you know, if you don't have someone that's as specialized as, you know, the folks we're talking to today, but they, you know, they're going to be handheld. And we need to get that happening for our players to really impact performance and health in the game. Yeah. I, to me, when you're talking about setting up that structure and doing those things, I mean, these kids travel ball, they, they all have aspirations to do something with whether they're going to gonna or not. And the fact that you're like, Hey, these kids may not go on to the next level, but at least they've seen what, high performance discipline looks like. And they may, they may have the desire and the discipline if they've never seen it. And it's very difficult to go out on your own, which could be the next step that you've got to do it yourself. You know, once you become an adult and you're adulting, but you've never seen it actually applied. Um, it's very difficult to create. So the fact that they're getting to see that and hopefully it's putting them, you know, setting them up for the next level, but if not, it's setting them up for whatever they end up doing as, as they move on past, uh, past travel ball and, and anything else so yeah and then i know you know one of ryan's things he always goes to is just the importance of vanguard university um he calls him the ivy league of the west coast and you know when i first started coaching there under rob peg that the manager you know i was like how do, how do we know if we're doing a good job as coaches and he said i'll tell you in about 10 or 15 years we'll see where these kids end up in life you know 
So that was kind of his motto and just, it keeps funneling. You know, it's not just baseball. There's a lot of other things going on, but again, it comes into like, you know, Ryan was talking on arm health. You know, there's a lot of guys. And I remember, Oh, why am I drawing a blank? The big, huge left-hander. We got him from Oakland, Ryan. Um, it was in 2020. What was his name? Um, Ryan. Um, oh my gosh. Now that I put you on the spot, you'll think of it in 10 minutes. Um, Bucky. Last name is Bucky. Um, not Bucky. We'll, we'll, we'll add it in there, Bart. We'll do it like a, when they play Die Hard on regular TV. We'll just add it in, ad-lib it. Um, yeah. But anyways, I remember sitting with him, and he's like, you know, they would put these guys. It wasn't with Oakland because Oakland doesn't do a whole lot of the weight of balls, but there was another, another organization. Buckter. Buckter. Ryan Buckter. There you go. Um, he's a great he was guy. Telling me, he's like, you know, they, they're putting these kids in these weight of ball programs with one of the orgs he was with, and they're just thrashing arms up. And he's like, this kid's not getting to the big leagues. But they put him into this weight ball program. They thrash his arm, and now he can't join the regular workforce. And he's like, I'm not okay. He's like, I'm just not okay with that, with certain things. And there's, there's some groups that will do that just to see what happens, where it's like, well, we're going to put this guy's arm at risk. So even at that younger age, it's so important to maintain that because you are keeping a big picture. Not everybody's going to be in the big leagues. Not everyone's going to play in college. Not everyone's going to want to play in high school. But it, maybe they want to go be an electrician. You know, that requires a lot of shoulder Shoulder work as you get older, if you thrash it when you're 13 for the plastic trophy, there's other things going on. So it, it's way more than baseball. While we do look at everything through a baseball lens, we want high performance. We want consistency. It's it's refreshing to hear that there's travel orgs out there that are staying structured enough, caring about health, using dynamometry to make sure they're putting guys into positions of success. And you guys are one of the groups that are doing it. So that, you know, that's why we want to get you on here and talk about kind of the cool stuff you guys are doing. Cause you're not just focused on baseball. You're focused on long-term success. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And it's, you know, the arm care thing, it, it's, it's really important. Like we talk about regiments and, and everything as far as that goes. And then being the analytical people that are motivated by goals and stuff where they see those things increase, but you know, they don't know how to increase them when they do. It's just not on a plan. You know, they've got to follow through with a plan and that's, you know, it goes, you know, our practice plan, you know, the arm care app where they're logging in and seeing that stuff. And I love that it's regimented in, in such a checkbox way. I think it makes it super easy for everybody. And uh, I, I love the way it's set up. I'm using it myself. So I'm, I'm excited to see the numbers go up. You know, I have arm score in the beginning and then I saw an arm score now. And I'm excited to see that go up. Um, I'm not going to say any numbers, but they're like awesome. And I'm super excited to kind of see where I'm at because I'm, I'm five weeks ahead of my guys. I want to do everything, you know, four or five weeks ahead. So that when they have questions, they can come back and ask those questions. Um, and so it's like, oh, well, you know, here's what I did when I did this, or here's your posture. And, you know, there's videos that go with everything, which is like awesome, by the way, Jordan, the the, the videos and stuff that's tied into it. And Ryan. Thank Matt for that. I didn't do any of that. Yeah, yeah, the guy, yeah, yeah, the training guy, yeah. So that was awesome. And everything's very like, you know, here's how it's supposed to feel. Here's the muscles you want to feel. Here's your, you know, your, um, your rotator cuff and your, um, your shoulder blades want to rotate around when you're doing like the bear hug and, and things of that nature. It's really cool to hear that. And then when the kids have questions for me to also be doing it, you know, I'm, I'm now getting into my weighted ball phase because my arm score was high enough to do it. And now, you know, I'm doing the pull-ups, the push-ups, and all of the prerequisites that we talked about in the, um, in the class. And so, or in the certification, sorry. And so all those prerequisites, I made sure I met them first. And I started doing the, you know, the velo part of it and uh, staying ahead of those guys. And that way I can answer questions. I think, you know, as much as anything, there's credibility in not only just telling somebody that you want them to do something, but also the fact that you're willing to do it yourself. I think that's, I think that's mm -hmm. huge. And it's, it's good for those, those people to hear and trust that. Yeah. Leading Definitely. by example. And real quick, I don't want to glaze over this. 
you know, you're in the process of building up as a pitcher. I keep getting texts like every three days from Ryan. I was like, Hey, I hit off the tee, took some front toss. Like I'm making a comeback. Bart, how do we get a Tommy versus Ryan live BP session going? Like we got to find a way to get this going on. I'll find a catcher for us. We got to find a way to make this happen. Yeah. I think we got to get them in the same time zone at least. Then, uh, <laughs> let me make that happen. But I, I got a question time. So you, you were testing all of all of your guys, and you mentioned it a little earlier, but it seems like some of them were coming up IR dominant, some of them were ER dominant. So it wasn't all the same. And this is something that Ryan kind of um, hits on is that, you know, a lot of the programs out there just assume that these kids coming in are going to be IR dominant and we've got to do certain things. But you were finding different stuff as you were testing these kids out, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's that's what I loved about this as much as anything was that it's not a one-size-fits-all. Um, which I really do, I really do like, and it's, you know, the bands are, you know, weighted for different, you know, uh, age groups and things of that nature, instead of, you know, like I talked about, and, and I'm not here to go off anything, but I use J bands for my entire life, but it was one uh, workout for one weighted, you know, uh, one band weight the entire time. And then we talked about, you know, the grip strength and, and Ryan, I love that class as much as anything, you know, I think the grip strength was, it increases like your shoulder, mo- um, shoulder activation by like 30% or something crazy like that which was awesome because, you know, J-Bands have the open hands. And I've been doing that my entire life. And I, I never had arm problems, which was good. I'm, I'm blessed in that facet. But, you know, when we go to armcare.com stuff, you've got, you know, the difference in the weight, the grip, the posture, the movements, all of that stuff. You know, I had kids sweating just off the activation. And, and not just not the kids, I mean, to me in general as well, same, right? For the first two weeks, I was like, oh, my goodness, like this is this is actually hard. If you If you do these right with the same posture and, you know, tighten your diaphragm, your core, and keep everything, you know, locked in your heels, it actually is kind of hard. And I, I started to see a difference. And I was like, ooh, they start to get easier over time. I started seeing velo increases. Uh, I saw my arm score go up. All of my, you know, my posts, my primer, all the numbers were going up in the right area. And so, you know, being a being a numbers guy, I love to see that. It was motivating to me to be 28 years old and be like, hey, you know, I'm still feeling pretty good, man. It was, this was great. And it's put me in that area. So I'm planning on throwing bullpens and, and getting everything ready so that um, I'm doing a 90 day challenge. So I hate to put it out for 90 days to 90, but I've never thrown a fastball over 90 miles an hour. Uh, I topped out upper eighties when I was in college and, uh, I want to get my body back at 20 years old. I feel like you got, you know, just a little bit of time left to maybe do it. And I feel really good. Um, so I wanted to see how far I can take that. And I'm going to try to do the example for my guys and, uh, and keep them motivated kind of with me and, uh, and hold them accountable. Cause I think that's fun. And, and they get to relate to that, right. You know, coach Weaver's, you know, doing this program too. I don't just check in with him, but you know, I'm seeing his progression too and watching his numbers and we're kind of both going at the same rate. So it's, it's been fun. I'm, I'm really excited to see how the spring's going to go and some of these guys. Yeah. I know we've hey. talked a little bit about that, how you want to get back up there and, and try it out. And it's been cool. And you've sent me some pictures of your little workout area and you have a pretty legit workout area. I think it's in your garage, right? It is. It that is. you're yeah. running stuff through. So you should shoot some of those to Bart so we can kind of post up there and we, 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 you know, obviously follow your journey on, you know, on getting there. Um, but I also want to go over, you, you're talking on the specialist course a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. not everyone knows what that is. What are some of the things you've kind of gleaned out of that? It was it worth your time to go through and take that course. Was there some cool stuff in there? Absolutely. So, so Ryan, I feel like I, I know you now better than you know me. Cause I got to listen to you for, you know, for like a week straight, which was good. It's like, Oh man. But... <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank it God was... you're not my wife, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I'm not your wife either. That's good. We're, we're good. <laughs> uh, but man, it was it was awesome. I loved it. It was uh it was really cool that I have. So, uh, my business partner that I uh, that I work with is a uh, he's got his master's uh, in kinesiology, 
and uh, nice. he was a he was a trainer for a long time. So I got to kind of bounce off him a lot of things as far as the body goes. Like, hey, I'm feeling this, or you know, I got a kid that's that's you know explaining this is how it feels, um, and really just like those kind of answers that were like kind of above my head. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I get this and that, da da da. Um, the the class and the and the license was was awesome, and I like regardless of price, I think it's well worth every penny considering how much more you know about the arm and about the actual numbers that it's telling you. It, it's not just like, okay, this guy's IR dominant. Well, okay, mm-hmm. well, what does that mean? How do I go? What's my plan of attack to help mm-hmm. this guy out to build his ER back to get, you know, that shoulder balance back to where we're in that 0.85 or 0.80 to 0. Uh, 1.05, sorry. And so to get in that range as far as balance, I'm explaining this to parents and they're like, wow, I've never understood like, you know, my brake muscles are just as important as my accelerator muscles. And it's, you know, I talk about kind of like a car, you know, if you've got more brakes than gas or gas than brakes, it's, it's, it's imbalanced. It's not going to be, you know, at full potential. And so, you know, talking about not just the range of motion and the strength on one side, but also saying those numbers are like, Hey, you're imbalanced, but here's what we're imbalanced in. And here's our plan of attack of how to kind of build back to get that where you're balanced. And then you can go out and throw and have no issues at all. Um, so I learned a lot about the arm itself. In, uh, and also the kinetic chain with the body and how it works. And I thought that was awesome. It, it covered everything from, you know, the, the mechanics and the kinetic chain to the numbers and what they mean. And also all the way at the very end of the, the thing where you're talking about like the spear throwing and the quadrants, talking about sleep and, um, you know, anti-inflammatory, like staying hydrated and dark cherries, you know, things of that nature that just don't exist, you know, in, in, in random thought unless you go Googling things. And I thought that was really cool. And the whole breakdown of it was just fantastic. So Ryan, the Mar- the maraschino, maraschino cherries, they're not good for inflammation. Yeah, I know it's a lot of sugar it's gonna add. To <laughs> I've been eating those like crazy. I haven't felt any better. No, no inflammation for Jordan. <laughs> no, it's a it's a special type of cherry, actually. It's a Mont Montemercy, I think it's called. It's kind of hard to say for me, but it's a special cherry. They don't pickle um, those. I- I, I no. was just doing the cherry flavored pixie sticks. I was yeah. just yeah, pouring that, that in. That. Is that, is that yeah. Not I, yeah, just cherry flavor. Explains a lot of me and Bart's problems going on yeah. right now. You know, <laughs> gout, headaches. You know, I can't stand sunlight. <laughs> Brian, I'm, I'm, uh, I think you're kind of a loss for words to have somebody talking about your course that way. But I, I really, uh, no, I appreciate it. It's, it's awesome, but. Like the thing is, as much as I think the course, you know, speaks volumes to coaches, if the coaches don't speak volumes about what they learn and they don't apply and share the message, the education isn't as effective as what we think, you know, because I'm not training those kids. I'm not the one looking over the data. So we just need more people to have this heightened awareness and this greater understanding of throwing arm analytics and range of motion um, and, and strength to really make a dent on, you know, baseball injuries. I, I don't personally, it's going to sound bad. I know our companies throw fuzz, but my whole mission and research goal in life is to significantly eradicate arm injuries. I think they're 100% preventable because if you have the technology to identify when someone's sick, it's like you know going in for a colonoscopy. You do it early enough, they fix you. And we need the community, you know, 
such as the great people that we're speaking to now, you know, to just propagate this message. And the more educated people are, you know, the better. But I am flattered. I appreciate it. It's it's great to be able to educate great minds. And um, and thank you for the endorsement for our company because um, I, I really think we're doing something different. Agreed. Yeah, I think availability is huge, and I think I think you guys are kind of all we're all kind of moving the same route. And and uh, I had a different one, you know, before, and then and jumping on this, you know, it's been a lot of fun for me because we both, I think, at the end at the end of the day, we have the same goal, and that's to make you know create health, you know, not just longevity and, and lessons and plans and all this stuff, but you know, overall health for those kids to be you know available because that's the best thing you can be for yourself and for the team. And so I think that you know it kind of backs in that, which is which is awesome. It's been it's been cool. Yep. So Tommy, is, is USA Prime Virginia? Are you guys growing? Are you adding teams? What what's what's happening there? Yeah, yeah. So we started uh, the Virginia group in 2020, um, and we've seen uh, huge growth since then. It's been awesome. We've got um, I want to say six teams, I believe, six or two, seven teams in the spring, um, and then we've got another six teams, I believe, for the summer signed up already for that too. Um, and our fall last year, this this previous fall. Um, we had the most we've ever had come out. So that's, you know, always wanting to innovate and be better, you know, not just grow the program itself, but also, you know, uh, the program itself gets better, not just the talent of the kids, but the, the, the organization itself, because, you know, we want to innovate and do better things. You know, if we just stick to the same regimen over and over and over, it gets a little monotonous. And I think, uh, I think innovate, you know, innovator or, or fall away is kind of the, the route that, you know, you, you got to stay, stay focused on. And I think innovating and, and you guys created kind of a, a way to innovate uh, for me and to, to build my knowledge and to help the organization out. And so I think it's been fun to now see the growth that we're going to see off of this, you know, getting kids committed to college. We've had some commits here recently. Um, and then also some, you know, some arm care stuff where you're seeing velo increases, you're seeing more strikes, you're seeing, you know, better quality coming out of the organization itself. Um, instead of having kids that you're, you know, you have Tommy John surgery, you got kids, you know, bumping their velo up and, and throwing more often for their high schools and for their summer ball teams. And so that's, that's the ultimate goal. And so we've, uh, we've seen huge growth since then, and uh, we hope to continue to grow and, and do the right things for that. Fantastic. Hey, listen, I appreciate you joining us. Uh, I think this has been a good one. I'll put uh make sure I got links to USA prime Virginia, um, you know, wherever we put this up and uh, you guys, anything else you want to say, Jordan, Ryan, nothing. No, it's great. All right. Appreciate it, Tommy. Thank you. Absolutely. Guys. Thank you. <laughs>